0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the October nineteenth, two 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters, the United Kingdom Prime Minister is pushing a fracking bill and has told her party members she will view the vote as a test of confidence in the government. I think that is parliamentary speak for you better vote for it or there will be a snap election new nationwide election, and we will get our asses handed to us because polling shows we are 30 points behind the opposition. She is not doing well. Russia is attacking Ukrainian infrastructure, and the EU calls that a war crime. Yeah, add that to the murders and torture Putin's thugs already committed. Igor Danchenko was acquitted. He was accused of lying to the FBI. I will wait to say more until I hear from several of my favorite lawyers, but if you regularly listen to this podcast, you can guess what my comments will be. A New York Times-Siena College poll asked if folks agreed that democracy is under threat. 71% said yes. Only 7% ranked it as a major issue this election cycle. For those of you in the 71%, How do you see this threat being actualized? Please pause and think about it. I have nothing, at least in the way the gobbledygook media is pushing things. A California county says 5,000 election ballots were mailed by accident to folks who had already been mailed ballots. The county said they have systems in place so the votes won't be counted twice. Uh Uh-huh. Remember the new voting law in Georgia that President Biden said was Jim Crow on steroids? Well, Georgia just started early voting and the turnout was double the first day voting in the last midterm election. In Pennsylvania, by law, absentee ballots have to be dated. The acting Secretary of State said count them anyway, even if there is no date. Courts have ruled, no, you can't count them. The acting acting Secretary of State still says, count them anyway. Back to the court they go. In a debate with Senator Rubio, his opponent would not say if she would accept the results of the election. Moving on. What if we created, created an 11th Amendment in the Bill of Rights? I know we have 27 amendments, but only 10 are called the Bill of Rights. It would be the right to be left alone. As with all rights, it would not be absolute. Leave me alone, I want to beat my kids. No. I want to smoke pot. Maybe. Get your government hands away from my crack. No. My body, I can have an abortion when I want. Well, society may choose to speak for the other being in this discussion. Still, the right to be left alone is a biggie to me. I did not make it up. A future Supreme Court justice by the name of Lewis. Brandeis wrote the following around 1890, quote, Recent inventions and business methods call attention to the next step, which b- must be taken for the protection of the person and for securing to the individual the right to be let alone. Numerous mechanical devices threaten to make good the prediction that what is whispered in the closet shall become proclaimed from the housetops, end quote. I discovered this quote in the linked article by Leah Burroughs. What started me in that direction was the linked piece by Andrew McCarthy titled The California Exodus. He says that California has a proposed Proposition 29 pushed by unions to, quote, punish the dialysis industry for resisting unionization, end quote. It seems the proposition would require a doctor or close facsimile thereof to be present when patients are getting dialysis and businesses claim that would be quite a bit more expensive. I have no idea if it is necessary to have a doctor or physician's assistant on site or not. Here is my issue. Businesses say this will drive up costs and many of them will have to shut down. Maybe that's an exaggeration. I don't know. Here is the money line from the article and why I bring this up today. McCarthy says that with the passage of Prop 29, quote, the state of California would be claiming the authority to force a private business that decides to shut down to remain in operation unless the state allows it to close, end quote. You're kidding me the state will impose new regulations and only let you close down if you choose to with the permission of the state. I can see saying the clinic has to do what they can to give patients 90 days notice or something to that effect. Again, I did not choose to include this because I have thoughts on whether or not a doctor needs to be present at a dialysis site. Given that we have done these procedures for years, I think A look at the data would answer the question. I can't believe our government would say a business has to stay open. Further, this sort of thing does increase costs, and if it is not necessary, then it is a waste. Further, people may die if dialysis is less available. Two wrongs do not make a right. Slavery was evil, and by the way, still is. Pointing out someone else did wrong does not absolve one of wrong. The same for countries. But it does add perspective. I linked to a Federalist article by Eugene Veklarov from 2017 titled, Is the United States' History of Slavery and Racism Worse Than Other Countries? The author wrote the piece after talking to a college student who he felt had been fed incorrect facts at college. The author is not defending slavery. I wouldn't think I would have to say that, but figured I should. He clearly says slavery is ugly. A few nuggets from the article. 11 million Africans were brought to the Americas as slaves. 11 million. Note, Americas is North America, South America, and Central America. 5% were transported to the United States and that ended in 1808. At least legally, some smuggling still occurred. 5% of 11 million is a big number. 40% went to Brazil. That is a bigger number. 4,400,000. The author quotes a BBC article that is linked in my link. Quote, Muslim traders also were exported as many as 17 million slaves to the coast of the Indian Ocean, the Middle East, and North Africa. End quote. I believe the source of the slaves in all these cases was sub-Saharan Africa. The author uses estimates from Robert Davis to say, quote, Barbary pirates captured and enslaved more than a million Europeans from Mediterranean countries between 1500 and 1800. Some were kept for ransom, others were sold as galley slaves or sex slaves, end quote. The Crimean Tartars... Per the author, enslaved two million people in the fifteen hundred to seventeen hundreds. Brazil abolished slavery in eighteen eighty eight. Saudi Arabia abolished slavery in nineteen sixty two, and Mauritania in nineteen eighty one. The author does not touch on modern slave slaves today. In a separate article, I read that one reason Brazil imported so many slaves was because the life expectancy was quite short due to disease, malnutrition, harsh working conditions, and a gender imbalance that limited reproduction. Also, in Brazil, there was more manumission or freeing of slaves. What is my point? Facts first, then perspective. Slavery was and is awful. Don't lay it all on the doorsteps of the United States. We share the blame. We share the sin. We own the sin. Others do as well. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.